Well, there it is. All right. Welcome to Get Offset. My name is Emily. And my name is Andrew. I asked Andrew to get his bad self up at uh, 8 a.m. and he did it. Thank you for showing up in your robe. I I did. And I did show up in my robe. Um, for those of you listening, uh, there's no need. There's no cause for concern. I'm still wearing regular appropriate attire underneath the robe. It's just for comfort. I'm wearing my uh, groovy cardigan, as somebody once called it in a YouTube comment, and uh, it was maybe one of my favorite YouTube comments ever. <laughs> like, I like the groovy cardigan. I'm like, yes, this cardigan is groovy. Groovy <laughs> is an excellent I word. I, I think I think groovy should be a word that comes back this year. I like I like the word groovy. I I especially like it in terms of music. I'm a fan, definitely a fan of the word. Yeah, so we're actually doing a double today because um, I'm going to be celebrating my brother's 40th birthday, which this is actually dropping on his birthday. So happy birthday, big brother. I love you. And the funny thing is I was going to ask to do the same thing. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, because uh, next, uh, next week is uh, Melissa and I's five-year wedding anniversary. Oh, Congratulations. You're like, hey, can we do two this week? I'm like, yes. Yes. Oh, you, you pulled my arm, Emily. <laughs> we're going up to a cabin in like Snohomish uh, that we rented just us because we're like, basically, they're our pod. Right. It's like um the, the Harris Piles Pachi bubble, basically. Pod. It's a pad. It's a pad. Pacific Northwest. So um, I'm excited about that. Be hanging with my four-year-old niece for several days. So it'll be fun. It'll be. It'll be. It's always fun when you when you get to spend like a significant amount of time around her because she kind of gets out of that whole showing off thing and just kind of more into like a comfortable like let's hang out vibe. Yeah. They gotta break them out of their shell. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Very true. So, uh, what's new with you? You sold some stuff. I did. Um, I'm staring at the Congra, uh, the Walrus Audio Congra just off screen. I did sell that. That's shipping out uh, first thing tomorrow morning. Uh, been meaning to sell it for like six months. It, I thought I was going to connect with it a lot more than I did. Um, I still think it's super cool. I think it's really neat for the combination of the two. I really like the filter in it. Mm, I, love, I like the filter a lot. The fuzz. It's a weird one to connect with. Well, I don't know. I, I always, I find myself constantly having a, like a love hate relationship with silicon fuzzes and it's just gotta be like the right fuzz. And this one, I don't know if it is silicon or not, but it's definitely got the, uh, the, the like that kind of staccato brittleness that silicon fuzzes can, can tend to have. Um, so I don't know. I just I I didn't find myself like pulling up pulling out the guitar and be like I want to play this and it wasn't attached to a board at all. So I was like, you know what? Eh, could use a little bit of cash. Um, 
Um, so I'm selling that. I'm selling you the uh, the big old 18i8 that I got and decided um, isn't quite what I'm looking for for my rig. But Which I'm glad because I really regretted not buying that. <laughs> well, get more inputs. But if you're listening and you think you might want more inputs, just get more inputs. More inputs is uh, more good. Overkills the best kill. No. Hey, it's not worth. If it's worth doing, it's worth overdoing. Oh, it's your turn to get a coffee delivery. My turn to get a coffee delivery. Hi, Melissa or Emily. I'm assuming Melissa. It's Melissa. Emily. Says, Melissa says hello. 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 <laughs> we are looking for. Get it? No. Yep. No. So is there anything new other than getting rid of things? Well, okay. So I'll tell you what's new is Fox uh, Cairo is now officially a registered business as of sometime last month. Mm-hmm. Really exciting. It's just kind of the transition from like it was a hobby and now it's still a hobby, but now I just need to pay taxes. Um, so kind of all my ducks in a row. And time. strangest thing is happening to me. What? I've gotten two different random bills um, after registering, like one's for like 80 bucks and one's for like 90 bucks. And I'm oh, like, Andrew, are they scams? I think it's totally scams, 100%. Yeah. No, I, I had that happen to me. Yeah. I, I like sent it to my my boss because like to pay me in Washington, he had to register in Washington and he used my address. And I, I, I just took a picture. I'm like, I don't know what this is. Yeah. I was like also very tired. And he's like, and he looked at it a couple of times like, well, that is a very well executed scam. I was like, yep. wow. Yeah. No. Um, I think the one that I got yesterday was a, um, a bill for $82 and 50 cents yep. office in Lacey, Washington, which is right next to Olympia. So that sounds legitimate. Well- um, and I'm looking at it. And it's like saying, um, pay us eighty two fifty for your certificate of formation, um, certificate, which I think I have like, I have the one that actually came with when I registered in Washington. Yeah. Stack of paper, right? There it is. Um, so I actually have one already, but I'm like, <laughs> I don't have eighty two fifty that I like really just can throw it random bills. So let me look at this carefully and make sure I actually have to. No. And I'm just looking at this going, I'm pretty sure I already have that formula. There's no business reason why we need that. Like I'm not, my business is registered in my home and I'm not bringing yeah. in here. No one needs to see that. Uh, and so I looked it up and the, the state of Washington actually has a splash page for this, for this scam. With nice. Upload of like, this is what the scam looks like. Don't fall for it. Wow, I bet I bet tons of people fall for it. And if you really want the certificate, you can actually order it from your um, business dashboard for twenty bucks. Yeah, it's an eight and a half by eleven printout. I mean, and so it's basically the scam is it's like it's sort of legitimate because like they are doing a service, so they're just very misleading. Therefore, they're just charging you four times for for what you can do something you, for yourself. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. I've got another one I need to investigate because I'm just staring at this like, 
I don't need that. I got one for some sort of international business thing, and I was looking. I'm like, I don't know if that this doesn't make any sense. So that's the one I ended up setting. I, I think I only read one of them because it was obvious the other one was a scam from the envelope. Yep. Um, I get a lot of mail that I just tear in half before I open it. <laughs> so I, I don't typically do that. Like, oh man, like oh, I, I do that. I do that for every credit card, whatever, and no, the credit card ones I open up, and I any page that says my name on it whatsoever goes straight into the shredder. We got a shredder under the desk. I uh, oh yeah, it's, Rick shreds everything like. Okay. He, he he does like once a month. He does a big shreddy shred, and I think it's one of his one of his biggest mundane joys. And I I get it. It seems pretty fun. Uh, I I used to like set aside like a pile and do that, and I just it always ends up like a pile on the shredder. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it always ends up as a pile on the shredder. And just start stacking up to the point where it starts falling off and I just get annoyed at it. I'm like, what are you doing? And the shredder sits underneath my feet. So never really just end up with like paper at my feet. We have a paper bag that we throw things in. When I was um, applying for colleges, when I was in high school, my dad made some offhand remark. I think starting in middle school, when I started getting um, letters from like, you know, the mailers from different colleges. And he's like, what we should do is we should collect every single one, put them in a bag and then weigh them at, the like when you graduate and we did that and we never weighed it because it was just such a big bag it was it was too it was like borderline too heavy like we couldn't lift it the paper bag up by the handles poured it from the bottom yeah i don't know that's everyone's experience but that was definitely my experience and it was fun because my dad was a guidance counselor so he knew exactly how these colleges operate (laughs) he knew exactly how they operated and, uh, yeah, I got lots of, lots of offer, like lots of like promotional stuff. And it was just like, right. this seems so expensive and wasteful. I hope they don't still do that, to be honest. I mean, they definitely did when I was applying for, co- um, for colleges a few years yeah. ago. You were, um, yeah. I was so flattered. Like, oh, I got, I got one from Yale. <gasps> they Yale, all wanted Yale. me to go there. And I remember like as a teenager, like I like wanted to put it all like in a scrapbook. Or some like some sort of like something to show my kid someday. Look how smart I was. Yale wanted me to go there. And <laughs> I'm, I was so dumb. Uh, and now I'm like, no, they were just like shooting off to here. You go. Please apply. Give us your money. Nice. So, uh, what's new with you is scams. Uh, what's new with me? Looking around. Uh, what's new with me is scams and um, a brand new year. I think I am. Oh, yeah, the year is new. I'm one topper away from being 100% caught up on all orders for the first time in months. Nice. And like a the last quarter was just like a as I'm making that, like literally like the moment I start making them, like I get another order. I'm like, I'll get that in the next batch. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's how it works. So things have been a lot quieter post Christmas. I'm sure it'll pick right back up soon. But I'm. Not that I like, I hate orders. It's just like, it's nice to have like a little small slow to things. I can just sit here and go, okay, collect myself. And I'm unsure by the time this episode's over, I'm like, I got to sell something. I got to sell something. Um, I, <laughs> I do have new things coming. Nice. We'll, we'll talk about those later. You want to see my what's new? Yes. 
It's going to be your what's new eventually, but it's the uh, Fender Offset Jazzmaster kind of ukulele. Ukulele. I'm so happy. It's fun. I've never played one. It has a little tuner right there. Right. So that's pretty nice. Right. And there's, it's a tone and a volume. And I need to film a demo with it. I put up a request for people uh, to tell me what songs I should learn on the uke. Um, oh, and the thing is, like, I like this so much and I saw so much potential with it. I uh, went to the Fender website and I ordered the Billie Eilish uke because I know I have to give this back. Nice. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, but um, do you want to hear some fun music trivia? Uh, Sure. All right. Well, let me just... Do you know what song this is? This song was pitched on the ukulele. It's not a ukulele song, but uh, I want you to try to guess what the song is. And keep in mind, I'm not very good. Oh, boy. Use the hard chord. You're muted. I can't hear you. Oh, uh, I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. <laughs> no, it's a uh, cause I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no treble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no treble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no treble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass. She pitched that. Megan Trainer pitched that um, on the uke because she didn't have any other instruments when she was meeting with. LA reader, whoever the hell she was meeting with. Baller move. Not going to lie. It worked. Yeah. He heard it. And he's like, yeah, I can, I can dig this song about bass by this white girl on this ukulele. <laughs> right. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, that's how, you know, it's a great song when it translates. Swedish exec going, Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I really think it was LA Reed who is a person who I know that people I know I literally know people who had like bottles of champagne in their fridge just waiting for the day he got fired and I'm like the day he did get fired I was like man there's a lot of bottles of champagne popping tonight here the uh the pop heard around the world right mhm oh yeah but my favorite my favorite ukulele song is i know you belong to somebody new but tonight you belong to me no I, I randomly know like literally just the intro riff um for party in the usa oh nice on ukulele i had a you friend have to go live in the channel when we am yeah no i need to uh on my short list of things to order in the new year at some point is a new graphics card, I think. Um, I'm not sure the little little guy I've got is able to keep up with what I'm trying to do for streaming. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I got a couple things to figure out, but yeah, I definitely want to. I'm mostly done, I think, narrowing down what needs to get fixed and at least um, getting some software together for like my OBS and all that. Um, yeah. What's your OBS? Uh, OBS, the open broadcast. I know what it means. Which one are you using? <laughs> um, I do write about live streaming professionally uh, for like, the record. Know Wait, how do you not know? I don't, because there are different ones. There are? 
Like, so there's Streamlabs, and there are other competitors to Streamlabs. I'm just using OBS because it's free. Oh, you're just using the, the one that's called OBS. Streamlabs yep. is free. I haven't used that one before. I I've always uh, used OBS with my day job. I think I was telling you, you uh, have the Logitech Brio. So there's the Logitech Capture that you can use in tandem with, like, Zoom or an OBS to – to live stream and it's actually really cool you can do like over like really easy overlays and switch between two cameras and stuff you should try it because don't you have two brios uh i do have two that i'm borrowing from my day job um as part of actually using for my day job and it just happens to be plugged in on the weekends Uh, yeah is that a dead pixel oh no my monitor's got a dead pixel i was like Uh. how did dirk get it there Dude, once Rick tried to sell a monitor on eBay, uh-huh. and <clears throat> he was trying to sell it as is, and a guy bought it, and then the guy started asking questions, like, are there any dead pixels? And Rick is like, there might be one, and the <laughs> guy just reneged on the offer. He, like, and, like, it was really, really cheap, and it was going to be really expensive. Like, I think Rick would have about broken even on shipping it. Right. So long story short, we still have that monitor eight years later. Uh, it sucks. Rick hates it. <laughs> it's like it won't it's it's so so low resolution that whatever you display on it, it's just like the size it would be on your thirteen inch laptop, but then everything is bigger. <laughs> it's great if you it's great if you can't see anything and need to get your prescription updated for your glasses. Not so great if you were hoping to just have like a, a an extended monitor that doesn't like having the size difference in the extended monitor really unsettling. Um. So as I, I'm, I was just closing out all my tabs on the other monitor real quick because there's just like all the flashing notifications annoying me, and yeah. reminded I forgot that there's I have a what's new on the way. I knew you had a what's new on the way. I thought you were just waiting. To talk about in the next episode. Do I do I want to leave people hanging? Yeah. Is this my chance to be incredibly rude to dangle a carrot? They'll just have to wait till next week to see what toy you got. Heavens to Betsy. Yep. All right. We're gonna do it. I'll leave you on the edge of your seat. Remember, what's your deal? I just told you with a ukulele. Anything else? Um. As I've, I haven't gotten any new uh, pedals. Um, actually, I got. Did I talk last week? I got the the Poly Digit, the updated Poly Digit. I haven't I haven't plugged it in yet, but um, I probably will today. I I knew that was I knew that was on its way. Yeah. Um, by virtue of sharing the email account. No, but I didn't. I don't think we've actually talked about it yet. Speaking of sharing the email account, <laughs> I think. You guys are having a lot of fun with the Nintendo Switch. Cause <laughs> I keep telling Rick you need to update. Cause, I, think uh, like, I, think I, I got I, like five emails consecutively in like 15 minutes from like things you guys are buying. Uh, no, I, I, I ordered some things on his behalf. I got him the online subscription. Like, cause the thing is like when you get someone, um, a game console as a gift, you need to, to not, you need to set it up for them so they can start playing with it pretty quickly. That's my opinion. So with the switch, I had to create an account for him because he didn't already have one, which was actually a blessing 
And uh, so I used the get offset email address. I picked some goofy password that he'll want to change. Um, and I put my credit card in and I started, you know, I got him the uh, Pokemon Sword because we had been playing Shield on mine. I got him the online subscription. I think I got um, him Stardew Valley as well. And um, I can't, I'm like, you got to get the expansion pack because I think he just, he finally just beat Pokemon, the, uh, like the basic story of um, Pokemon Sword. <clears throat> and then I bought Let's Go Pikachu, which is literally just like Pokemon Yellow, Four. but with like vaguely updated graphics. Like the graphics look like, those awful children's TV shows that are on Netflix that don't really have any value. Like it looks not great, but I'm like, Oh yeah, that it has all the original 151 Pokemon. I'm like, Oh yeah, this is, it's kind of fun. Cause okay. I was like playing sword and shield or whatever. And I'm like, Oh man, I wish someone would just like reimagine the original. And I wish they'd reimagined it more. Sure. But I think it must have cost them very little money to take the layout, 3Dify it, and then add some basic bells and whistles. Like, it's really not. I'm actually kind of pissed that, like, that should not have been $60. It should have been, like, $35. I mean, sure, but. I mean, it's definitely more differentiated than, like, games like Call of Duty or Halo, where, like, every update to the game is like the exact same thing with like a slightly different storyline and oh it's not even different storylines the same storyline the same dialogue pretty much okay. with a couple of differences and the way you catch them is you don't battle the wild pokemon you just have to like it's about more about like aim and timing it's actually kind of weird and then because it's like it combines the, the pokemon yellow from 1998 with pokemon go where it's just about it's more about catching than battling Gotta catch them all. I just feel like I'm hoarding because they'll be like, someone will be like, oh, I'll give you this Pokemon if you catch five Growlithe. I'm like, I don't need five Growlithe. <laughs> I don't want five Growlithe. Why? Socially programming hoarders. <laughs> oh, gosh. It just feels like hoarding. Yeah. So that's what's new with me. I've been playing video games. I did. I filmed some demos. I'll release this week if they turned out well. I haven't edited them yet, so I don't want to make any promises. But sure. uh, the Swamp Witch Petals Eat the Rich. Um, the Her Stratocaster I tried to do. I'm not sure if I'm going to be happy with the camera angles. Please? What? I was just saying that it's a surprisingly nutritious diet, eating the rich. <laughs> uh, that's his charity petal. Portions go toward um, LGBTQ plus or... BIPOC charities kind of rotating. Sure. Sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you want to thank uh, one of our sponsors? I would love to in just a moment. All right. I'm going to go ahead and thank distro kid is this. Wait, no, it's January. It is January. We need to have our meeting. <laughs> I'll just do this one. This week's episode of Get Offset is sponsored by DistroKid. DistroKid makes it easy and affordable to put your music online as much of it as you want for $19.99 a year. 
Uh, it goes on places like iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify, Tidal, Napster, which actually pays pretty well. Uh, Deezer, which my parents use. And uh, there are lots of fun bells and whistles. Get paid for having your music in cool places. Uh, and save 7% on your first year of DistroKid uh, at distrokid.com slash VIP slash get offset. That's distrokid.com slash VIP slash get offset. You can also find that link in the show notes or the YouTube video description. Um, and if you sign up via that link, not only will you save money, you'll support this channel in a big way. Uh, we do get a little kickback whenever anybody uses that affiliate link. So please think of us when you're doing something you're probably going to do anyway. Cheers. That was a free sponsor spot to Stroke Kid. That was a free sponsor I love you. Them because yeah. we like them that much. And I just... And uh, this is the part where I say, uh, District Kid, uh, you could, uh, with a Get Offset affiliate link, you could save 7% or really just 7% in seven minutes or less. I know that you're purposefully doing that because I just said that. Mm-hmm. Dude, yesterday, Rick and I were watching Cheers and we finally got to the season where Woody Harrelson joins. And I was like, oh, yeah, he's from Ohio. He's from my county. And his dad was a hitman. And yep. I've I've said this a couple times, and Rick never really reacted to it. And then he was looking up Woody Harrelson. He's like, "Oh, Woody Harrelson graduated from Lebanon High School." I'm like, "I know." <laughs> and he's like, "And his dad was a hitman." I'm like, "Rick, how many times have I said that Woody Harrelson's dad was a hitman?" Many. And fun fact: Did you know Woody Harrelson is from Ohio? Hometown hero. <laughs> Oh. Jill Jones, the waitress from uh, Purple Rain, was also from Lebanon, Ohio. We're going to go back to have a conversation with Tister Kid. Be like, you guys have been so awesome. And they're be like, yeah, but that, that one like mansplaining, misogynistic joke that Andrew made was just too much. Uh, no, no. Um, no, they've been great. They've been super great. Our other sponsor for the podcast is a Partscaster Concierge putting the concierge in parts casters. Um, no, Gary's uh, very, the, the naming is very intentional. So the whole concierge thing, like being, if you want to order something like all the upfront, like, Hey, like you can call Gary up and be like, Hey, this is what I'm thinking. And this is what I want. And then maybe some custom routing for this parts caster body. Mm-hmm. You like help me out here. I'm just trying to figure out like making sure that everything is compatible. I want to make sure that I'm not like wasting money on, on something that's not going to quite work for what I want and super friendly, super helpful, super upfront. Um, so parts caster concierge, go get yourself a, a a parts caster body. Yeah. And he'll do the full build for you as well. If you don't want to screw around with everything else, but it's really cool. He has a couple different bodies that he does. Yeah. And and the custom routing is really, really nice. So you can, you can pick exactly what you want, even if they're like, I was doing something for a guy and he thought that he had bought like uh drop in P90 replacements. They're they're like those weird, like aluminum pickups. And I go to drop it in and it is not a drop in replacement. So I call him like here and I show him a video. I'm like, so I'm not going to carve into your guitar body. Like I can wire it up. I can leave them in there. And you can like take a little file and like, cause it was, it was close, but right. still like, I'm not 
going to do any sort of modification yep. on this guitar that I can't undo. Right. Nothing permanent. I'm not qualified. Nothing permanente because Kaiser. No, no I'm kidding. Um, no, Gary's great. Uh, and I've really appreciated uh, chatting with him a bit over the last couple of months. I'm very excited for future projects. And uh, you should also be excited for future projects. We still got some more time in quarantine this year. And so what better way to spend it than uh, making yourself a new guitar? Why buy a brand new guitar when you could make it yourself exactly how you want it? Sorry, I was just thinking about how badly the vaccine rollout's going. Uh, one of our uh, patrons already got it. I'm very excited for them. Congratulations. You know who you are. I don't want to like share your medical information out publicly, but uh, <laughs> yes, uh, as we it's not, how, it's, it's not HIPAA, but it's just politeness. Right. Um, yeah. No, I, I'm really excited. To, I've got a whole bunch of nursing friends who've got it already and they've all excited um, for that as well. But I heard we needed to vaccinate 40,000 people a day in Washington state just to have everyone vaccinated by the end of the year. Yep. I don't, I don't know how we get that. Yeah, we'll see. We will see. Um, maybe maybe it's a slow start that'll get faster. By the way, do you have a Stanley like this? Because I blew my bandmates' minds when I showed them that you only unscrew it a little bit and there's a little mouth, and then that's how you pour it without spilling. I do not have a Stanley like that. Yeah, this is from my first year at Timber Outdoor Music cool. Festival. I uh, um, just got the, the standard drip coffee maker for my standard coffee. Well, I didn't make the coffee and then I just used it to keep it warm and near me while we have our marathon podcasting session. Um, do you want, can I, can I introduce the topic? I suppose, but only yes. if I can then reintroduce the topic, like in about two to three minutes and pretend like <sighs> my original idea. <laughs> You know, we get some negative comments on iTunes about that sort of thing, but I don't think people get it. The joke. Um, so this month is January, and She Shreds is once again doing their one riff a day challenge to start off the year. And the idea of that is every day you sit down with your instrument for at least five minutes, you either write something, you learn something, and you post it on Instagram with the hashtag, uh, one R-A-D for one riff a day. And you um, you have to, I think, go to their website to sign up if you want to qualify for the prizes. But really, anybody can participate. Um, so I've done, as we're recording this, two days, even even though I wasn't really... I don't know. Like I've been, I've been tired. And I haven't been writing as much, so I really need to do this. So I'm, I kind of wanted them to talk about like, um, things like finding your motivation. We don't have any, maybe some things to get you started. Um, maybe something like, for example, some things that maybe I've done to try to, you know, get the creative juices flowing. Um, and just like ways to approach that I thought would be kind of fun to talk about. But uh, if you do sign up for the One Riff a Day Challenge for the prizes, I think the top prize is a Her Signature Stratocaster, not this exact one. It's a pretty gnarly prize. Like it's it's a legit prize. Sure. So 
And then there's runner-up prizes as well. But so, um, a t-shirt. <laughs> yay! I mean, the one year, the first time they did it, like everybody who did all 31 days and could prove it got a patch. And uh, so I got a a patch from She Shreds that said number one shredder. Number one shredder. I like that. I sewed it to a, a a ball cap during folk life. It was a folk life project. When you work events, there's a lot of downtime sometimes. And uh, you have to have little things to keep yourself busy. Right. Otherwise, you go stir crazy. Otherwise, you just get bored. You can only make laps around the Seattle Center so many times before your legs fall off. Right. And there's only so many <laughs> tickets you can go through before it's uh, embarrassing in front of coworkers. Yeah. <clears throat> so um, the first two, I've done two riffs so far. I kind of approached them the same way. I took, I just took a chord progression. The first one was one that I used for a studio project I did in December um, with the Seattle Jazz Ed. And so I just took that chord progression and I wrote, I wrote a little riff over top of it. And I was pretty happy with that. It was kind of a different style that I normally do, which is what I want to do. Like, I wanted to approach this month's uh, One Rip a Day Challenge with kind of a goal. And that goal would be to like get a little bit out of out of the comfort zone of like bedroom. Not I don't want to call it bedroom pop, but like kind of spooky shit, I guess. Um, sure. I don't know. Ambient stuff. Like I, I, I want to do something a little bit more, um, a little different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I did. I I was such a jazz player for for like basically high school. Um, my electric playing was a lot of jazz, and uh, then my acoustic playing was basically like folk Americana stuff. Um, yeah, so I w- would love to get back into into maybe some more interesting sort of things. So um, what I've done is I opened Studio One. Um, I laid down the chord progression. Um, and then I would just like play along with that. I put it on a loop, go and keep going and going and going. And, um, and then I would just kind of dick around until I found something I liked. So that's been my, my approach so far. And it's, it's not a bad one. It's, it's been working for the past couple of days, but I do kind of worry that I'm going to find like run out of interesting things, or that some days I'm just not going to want to to write stuff. That's a worry. But so I'm trying to yeah. figure out like I think that's inevitable though, like that many days in a row. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's it's meant it's intentionally meant to be like a, a difficult goal. Um, it's not like a oh yeah you just pick up your guitar and write something. It's not like that straightforward. Um, I mean, it's not easy, but I don't even. It's not even. You don't even have to write. You can like learn stuff. So I actually, I have this book, um, Jazz Standards for Solo Guitar. So I need. I, I've done a couple of the songs in this, and I'm trying to learn more of it um, because I feel like the best way to to become a better writer 
is to learn more and more things that people already do. I feel like one of the biggest mistakes people make <clears throat> when they want to become songwriters or they want to compose at all is to, to sort of stop learning other things like, cause they just want to write all the time, but yeah. you need to expose yourself to different, different chord progressions, different licks, different scales, different modes. And you need to see them used in real life. Right. Um, like there's a lot that I use in Sunday crush and there's a lot that I use in my own music that I don't, I don't want to say I lifted it from someone else or I learned it from someone else, but I learned it was possible from something else. Like well, sure. I, have, I have no, um, like I have no idea in my head that I'm going to ever come up with anything truly original. Uh, there's no, there's 12 notes and, uh, that I use, I, I just need to find people who are smarter and better than me and learn from them. Oh, totally. Uh, I, there's, it's always going to be like beneficial to, to learn new music, learn from other people and see what's already been done for inspiration. I mean, that's not necessarily like a, like an implication that you're ripping something off. Um, I think that's just really digging into the wealth of, of, uh, riffs written before us. Yeah. You can't, um, you can't copyright a chord progression. True. Otherwise the worship industry would be in deep trouble. (laughs) Um, no, although people have been sued for, it's like, you see people get sued all the time. That's why it's so hard to prove, um, that, someone stole someone else's music. It's really difficult to prove and it hasn't been done successfully a lot. Um, like you think a couple years ago when Coldplay did Viva La Vida mm-hmm. and there was a lot of, um, a lot of people were pointing out similarities to other specific songs. Sure. And uh, I think they got sued. I think that it got thrown out basically. Um that's happened a couple times and typically what happens is when someone gets sued for copyright infringement on a song they um just get added as songwriters to the song sure like um tom petty got added to some Ed Sh- not ed sheeran uh sam smith sam song smith. yeah sam smith song um and then sometimes people try to get ahead of it like beyonce did when she released Lemonade and there's one song on there that has co-write by Karen O and Ezra from Vampire Weekend <laughs> because the hook is similar. And then you have like My Sweet Lord by um George Harrison, which he just completely forgot he'd heard some other song. <laughs> and uh he was successfully sued for copyright infringement on that one. He just, he heard it somewhere else, forgot that he heard it, thought that he wrote it, released a song. It was a hit. And the people who wrote that song were like, ah, that's identical except for the words. Right. Right. Um, no, sure. And there's, yeah, I mean, it, there's a whole lot of, a whole lot of examples to pull from, from, from blatant to contested examples of that uh, yeah but it's not something you should worry about during your one riff a day challenge no i wouldn't be no. at it for that 
Um, although you mentioning the, the loop reminds me, I need to, I need to play with the loop around the pod go because it's officially the second loop where I've owned. And I, the last one was technically just part of the alter ego that I never bothered playing oh, with. Oh, yeah. I've, I've never, never figured out that ego, that one either. I uh, just haven't ever been super into loopers. And I just, I think that's something that I need to learn this year is how to, how to loop. Cause uh, once I get a looper, it's over for these pros. <laughs> Speaking oh, of theft yeah. of, um, isn't that a band meme? Six six six. Sure. I just said. Wait a. See what you're doing back to me. Oh, honestly, when I'm talking and you're talking, your audio gets really gated. Uh huh. Sure. I literally just didn't hear you. I apologize. It's important to apologize. Um. Yeah, I've I've also done a lot of looper stuff for um for the one riff a day where you uh I think the first time I did it I did a lot of I would take my octave pedal, put an octave down, start with like a bass riff sure. and then um build onto that and then just kind of record whatever my last loop was going to be. And that's actually how I wrote a lot of uh, self-objectification with no remorse, my weird little my weird little collection of demos that I put on the internet via DistroKid. <laughs> so um, those are a couple of the things. Um, I think I might do some some uke riffs because that's a new instrument for me. Uke is fun. I I literally never played it before, it's- but it is fun. Maybe I'll bust out the mandolin too. It's also fun. It, I know. What? Oh, I just. What? I, I have a like. Mandolin is fun ish for me. Mandolin hurts my fingers. It's like, a lot. The, the string doubling and with them so close together gets like really difficult. It's like I don't yeah. like have huge hands, but I feel like my fingers are like just like sausagey enough for it to be difficult. Oh my gosh. Already like impressed. Yeah, I mean it And I have some serious calluses, but like this gives me a lot more appreciation for my friends who play Mando really well. Oh, Mandolin, totally. not Mandalorian. Uh-huh. Sure. That that's exactly the confusion I was having. I just I don't want to can't set it in wait your brain. for season three. It? Whatever. I'm just gonna watch Cobra Kai. Uh my mom was watching last night. Yeah, I remember she, watching the first couple episodes of that with Rick, and he was like, "Is there a movie I should have seen to like understand what's happening?" Oh no! Oh no! Oh no, like, Rick! Oh, I don't know how he escaped childhood, being born in the eighties, not having seen at least one Karate Kid movie. Wow, that just that just ended Andrew a little bit. How? Um, There's anyways. a lot of stuff like that with Rick. I feel like Karate Kid's like peak 80s. Where yeah. Like in terms of like social progression where it's like you're sort of appreciating other cultures, but you're also kind of just like making a mockery of it all at the same time, like in a weird sort of way. Yeah. It's like definitely towing the line of like, is this okay? Or is this just like 
how do we, I don't know. But I'm, like, obviously in the eighties, I'm sure I, like that was totally cool. I'm sure that was progressive for that point in time that watching it now, I'm like, um, there are right. things I watched an episode of Cobra Kai and just hear Ralph Macchio say <laughs> like quoting, quoting his sensei. And then like also like just verbatim, kind of like if you were quoting Yoda and you're like, maybe you should just paraphrase that instead of like saying it in broken English like that. Cause that, that felt weird. Right. I don't know. I feel like I, I, so my mom's watching it a little bit. And so I've just like in and out of the room and watching um, a couple minutes at a time. I'm um, just in passing, just out of morbid curiosity. And I just, the way that like the whole, like this is, the karate dojo or whatever, like the different clans and like all, just all these like white people who are like really taking this over. And like, is this what like they failed to do with like properly in the U S with karate, but they succeeded with yoga where it's just like all these white people owning studios and just like really <laughs> taking on like just completely hijacking. Well, another- karate was really big in the eighties. Like they make that joke a lot in the show, but it really it was kind of like that. And I don't know, like I, I, I never did karate, but I had friends who did karate and sometimes I would go with them. My cousin was a black belt. Um, I'm pretty sure all of those dojos were run by white dudes. Yeah. I mean, I believe it. I mean, that reminds me of my, uh, one of my favorite twisted team memes to come out in the last week or so is the, uh, <laughs> Is the one from Napoleon Diamond. He's like, you think you anyone wants a roundhouse to the face if you're wearing a pair of these bad boys? And, and Napoleon <laughs> yeah. Diamond, it was the uh, the American flag pants. And someone photoshopped it to be Twisted T. The one that got sent in the the patron Discord. Chat, um, yeah. um, they didn't edit the uh, reflection. Mirror, yeah. Yeah, so in the mirror, you can still see the American. So I saw another one, though, that edited. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. I'm looking closer. Good. And they didn't reverse it for the mirror. I'm like... That's almost worse because at least the other one is just like low effort OC. But <sighs> I like that the guy who got smacked with the can was like, he basically was like, I got sucker punched. I'm like, dude, you literally asked him to smack you in the face <laughs> with that can of twisted tea. And then he let, like, gave you a chance to get back up and square up, and he still got knocked he back did. up. Well, he squared up with his hands at like his stomach level. I'm like, protect your neck, dude. Like, what is wrong with that guy got smacked into next Tuesday? Yeah, that was excellent. And, um, there may or may not be some Fox Cairo related content coming out by the time this episode releases. <laughs> I've seen some of the prototypes and I like, I like it. Yeah. I, uh, no, the plan. One of the things I want to get done uh, by end of day today is uh, getting the prototype built out for uh, final approval before lunch. Approval from who? Me. Oh, your approval. Okay. Oh, yeah. No, I, I'm definitely kind of – this is one of those things I'm just – I'm running with just to see how far I can get before I get a and d um, at which point we'll be immediately gone. So keep an eye out I, for that. I, I think Twisted T would be wise to lean into this. <laughs> oh, I agree. <laughs> oh my god amazing could you imagine um, being a twisted team marketing exec and just be like going through december like you hate your life your brand isn't doing super great and you're you're just kind of just looking at your your q4 numbers just going 
is this really what I got into this business for? And then this just boom, the smack heard around the world. And like your job is suddenly like numbers are going up. You're getting your Christmas raise that you weren't going to get before. And just imagine what. All because it was the weapon available for someone. Right. Just by pure happenstance, it's become the, uh, the beacon for anti-racism as we launch into 2021. I got to say, like, I kind of wish the guy just been clocked with his fist, but it wouldn't have, like, been as much of a meme. Like, it wouldn't have – nobody would have watched that video. It was, like, the <laughs> fact that it went pssst when it yeah. when made contact. Oh, my God. And the, the guy is fine, and I think that's kind of the thing, is that the guy who did it, the guy who got hit is is fine. Um, I think I think he learned – I hope he learned a lesson, which is, like – even if you say that word around your friends and your friends give you a pass on it, like you can't be doing that stuff around strangers because everyone has like a different experience. And that's a very, very like, it's like if you, if you say see you next Tuesday in the UK, it's like really not a huge deal. But if you say it here, you're like, whoa, take a step back. And it's like, it's fighting words here. I'm not familiar with that one, but all right. Wait, see you next Tuesday. Never, no, no idea. Are you, you're joking? No, I'm serious. I have no recollection. You don't know the, what, what I'm, the word to which I'm referring when I say see you next Tuesday? See you. Mm, there we go. <laughs> there we go. Bing. <laughs> Bing. Yeah. <clears throat> now I now have a Scottish voice kicking on in the back of my head. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I have a Sex in the City episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. Anyways, Sex I think I think here's what I tell you what. So if you're participating in the one riff a day challenge, something I've seen a whole uh, couple of videos do is they remix the uh, the can smacking the face and yeah. using that as a sample for like a gated snare sound. I like yeah. I like the Dave Matthews Band one. That one's definitely my favorite. I, there's got to be an in the air tonight one, right? Oh, I'm sure there's got to be. Um, yeah. I, I uh, I've been trying to avoid the YouTube spiral, of just going through all of the Twisted T video remixes because <laughs> I'm sure that could I could spend three hours on that. Yeah, and go to sleep at four a.m. very easily. Watched a great reaction video. Like a guy broke down every single move, like about what was happening. It was pretty pretty good. Um, anyways, wonder if a day, I think, I think more people should, uh, incorporate that snare sound slash, I kind of just like want it, like, I want to like get a copy of that sample and just like hide that away. Yeah. Um, somebody wants to send us a copy of just like that snare sound. I would, I'll, I promise if somebody does that, I will include it in one of my wonder if a days. Yeah, but Andrew, you said you want to play guitar more this year. Why don't you try to do the Wonder for Day Challenge? Um, so I do want to play more guitar this year. I also have a lot um, of Fox Cairo businessy things in the next month um, yeah. that mm-hmm. are all very time sensitive. I'm running out of time on already. It's only the third of the month today, um, the day that we're, we are recording this. Um, so I think that's going to be a February moving forward because the rest of the year shouldn't be too bad. This is some non-standard stuff I'm trying to crank out. I know I'm Man, being cryptic. I hate, I, I hate feeling like things are front-loaded. Like every week I sit down for work on Monday and I'm like, 
I feel like the priority is things that are due on like Wednesday, like True. and then Thursday, Friday, I'm like catch up, I guess. But right. like, everything, everything can't be like first of the month, like first of the week, second Monday, Tuesday. I'm yeah. Sorry. I mean, I've definitely got, um, yeah, I, some of it's just follow up with registration and um, continuing to get all of my ducks in a row legally. Some of it's just the, um, I was advised to, uh, I was given some financial advice for how to manage my finances at end of year um, for to uh, minimize taxes because, you know, taxation yeah. is theft and all that. Uh, I really just don't want to pay that amount of taxes as a small <laughs> business. But so so there's that and then how that rolls over in the next year implications for January finances and the reality that I've got things I've got to pay for in January. Yeah. Um, just kind of. Going through the learning experience as a, a first-time business owner and just really soaking it all in, um, but that's that's definitely my focus for this month. I think February and March, moving forward from there, I'll be able to to lean into uh, having some dedicated time carved out every week. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm excited. My work schedule is moving to eight to five for the first time in my career. All right. That's the dream. Eight to five. I'm in the office four days this week, though. But I mean, um, eight to five is like, I feel like such an adult now. Yeah. None you of know, these 5.30 a.m. starts anymore. <laughs> oh, man. I, yeah, I have opinions about how much people work and how long the work week should be. <laughs> but. I don't care to share them right now. Well, um, one roof a day. Well, Everyone should yes. do it. Except you me. Do it. You I'm exempt. You, but it's not it's not just for women. It's not just for you know, dudes can do it too. Anybody can do it. It's inclusive. Um let's play some guitar, let's write some stuff. I'll be sharing the I'm not I'm I know I'm not gonna do all thirty one days. I mean I'm going out I'm I'm going to a cabin with my family for several sure. days, so I'm like I'll probably take a guitar, but I'm not going to be that rude person. Like, let me just take out like 30 minutes to go do this video. Anyway, here's Wonderwall. (sighs) Just the middle family dinner. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, Well, that's a good place to end it. Uh, Give folks a couple minutes of their day back. But um, is there anything else you want to add or do you want to, should we just uh, close it out? Final thoughts exiting 2020. The curse has been broken. Okay. Um, for for my predictions coming true randomly. Because I, I, there's a couple of predictions that I made that were a little outlandish and they didn't come true. So therefore, I'm no longer responsible for all the things That's that true. I've accidentally predicted in the past. Queen Elizabeth, as of recording, is still kicking. She's still kicking. So is Betty White and Chuck Norris. So... <clears throat> Thanks for uh, watching. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Thanks for understanding. Until next time, my name is Emily. And my name is Andrew. Goodbye. Support us on Patreon. Support us on Patreon. Bye. (laughs) 